Hey guys, welcome to the show. I hope you're having an awesome day. I am awake and uh, having a. Am I having a good day? I am having a good day. And I have uh, Trey here. I hope Is Trey here. No. <laughs> oh, he yes, is. I'm here. That's good. It would have been rough if you weren't here. I don't know um, why the background effects are on. I don't know. Anyway, don't that's know. weird. Well, that's weird. Um, hey, uh, could you give me a V-Box? I can. Hey. Okay. Good afternoon. How you doing if I can't do it? All them powers pain. My delight was the avenue. I tripped through. Gotta pretend, dude. Now I gotta make it down. See what I'm going to Now I'm like a Goku. I got too many kids. Breaking back the lightning time. You gotta give again. Do what I was looking back. And then they live it in. Did they know that I will get all of my dividends? Yep, living cause I'm looking like a simple friend. You want me to be that dude? Now I do it again. Not pretending like I'm something, but I'm feeling it when. When I'm dope and I'm fresh cause I'm thinking again. What am I supposed to say to you? And your whole family and crew. I'm looking for the right time, right time. Looking like a mouth again. Understand I am your own friend. You trip me through, you sit me down, and now you bit. Now you want me go down, and you want to spit. I know what I came to do. Now I got a bird tan better than you, but I'm not. I'm just a silly white guy that raps only looking so well slot attack. Now I can't react because I'm better with that. And did you understand what I'm doing? I'm feeling that. Hey, where am I going? If I'm feeling down, we got 10 more seconds for my face down now. And I never get it because I'm tripping it through. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows. <laughs> what's up guys how's everybody's week been it's been good i like literally last week was just me being tired oh is that is that your headline of the week nope because we gotta you gotta do an intro video i know i was just asking no no but you can do that now okay cool what is everybody's headline of the week I really need to fix that video where it's not me picking my nose. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, my headline of the week is what do I got? What do we got? We got um. Uh, oh, here you go. I did a Zoom call with a vampire mom and its baby. Okay. What about you, CJ? Um, the week just kind of started, but I think um. And we have, I guess, Sherlock Holmes Halloween party. Remember, real quick headline. So your yep, headline yep. is, Sherlock Holmes is having a Halloween party, and you're invited. There it is. Like and we're that. invited. That sounds um, good. All right, Trey, your turn. <laughs> Urine ruined my girlfriend's day. Oh, my Lord. 
Nice. And it's it's not hers. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, oh, Kayla's coming in. She's saying, oh, I can't wait for CJ's headline. I didn't even know uh, Kayla was going to be watching this, man. She must be one of y'all subscribers big time. That's cool. Surprise. She's here today. Uh, <laughs> so I always appreciate that. Um, well, mine is, uh, so I, uh, which I'll talk to you more about later, CJ, but I have a, I have a movie premiere, well, a five-minute video premiere that I'm doing in Boston in two weeks. And so, but I have to finish editing the video. And so I was working on, um, one of my voice actors sent me something that uh, was interesting. And so I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I just made this puppet a vampire? So I then put together a whole a bit with a vampire in it. And uh, it was a whole Zoom call thing. And uh, it looked cool, uh, but it was all using AI and different things. Yeah, yeah. But I might take it out because I have trade to do voiceover stuff. So we'll see what happens. That's cool, Olaf, man. Olaf saying Jason's audio is very low. Uh, okay, is that better? It's very loud, but yes. Okay, I can move it down. I think, no, leave it. Leave that as, as it was. Okay. Gosh, I wish I could see, speak today. Right. Uh, I will go next, and CJ, you can finish off because we let our uh, guests go last because they're obviously better than our headlines. But um, so urine ruined my girlfriend's day. Um, so she calls me up to, I mean, well, first off, she texts me to see if we could talk. And she goes, don't worry, it's nothing about us. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we could talk regardless. But um, she calls me, and she's bitterly sobbing. And I'm like, oh, no, what is happening? Um, and as a matter of fact, she was more upset than anything. But then she started to cry. And uh, she basically said that her um, her cat growing up, that is now in her, you know, she moved back into her parents' place with her own cat and there's already two cats there now there's three total her childhood cat peed in one of her bags that contained a lot of important things to her and she just now found out today so she's thinking that um this cat did this multiple times not just once (laughs) it had some sentimental things for me and her in there um her trip to germany uh photos and stuff like that uh some stuff that um some scrapbooking stuff that was very expensive um and all kinds of other things that she was telling me about and it's very um it's very sad so but um she's okay you know everything's replaceable but it's still very it just sucks so um yeah you ruin urine ruined my girlfriend's day so that's that's my highlight of the week. So we have far. a quick reaction via the comments here. Yes, uh, Collecting Weekly says hi, and then just to ruin your whole uh, relationship, <laughs> on Collecting Weekly also says cat. get rid of that cat. Lol. Lit- literally, literally, she said, or I, I asked her. I said, so how old is this cat again? She goes eighteen. I said, yeah, it's time. <laughs> Obviously, her mom would not love that, but um, no, she. She like, I mean, disciplined the cat, yelled at it, the whole nine yards, and I would have too, um, because that is very upsetting. And the fact that cats can do whatever they want is not okay with me. So, mm-hmm. if it was a dog, it would have been sternly 
disciplined. Well, you know, I have that same issue with my my two year old. We started. Uh, oh, actually, uh, we started potty training here this week, so she's peeing everywhere. It's great. Oh no! <laughs> but anyway, I'm done with that. CJ, yeah. take it away. Yeah, I think my headline was yeah Sherlock Holmes is throwing a Halloween party, and it's happening in Kerrville, Texas, this Friday night. Awesome. Uh, from six to eleven, so we're gonna be over there partying it up, eighteen hundred style. Oh are wow! Use, okay. Are you use candlelight? No, no regular lights. Is that the plan? You know my um. One of my producers, and she's uh, kind of running it. So I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen when we show up. I know it's a three-story mansion. I know we have candles. I know they have normal lights, too. But there's going to okay, be good, good, good. like an escape room and uh, costume contests and food and drinks and you know all the good stuff a Halloween party needs, basically. I would love it was just a forced escape room. Like everybody gets into the party because everybody's chilling and the doors just lock. Be like, all right. And the only way you get out is by solving this puzzle. Sorry, boss. <laughs> you, you, when, you, when you bought a ticket, you said this was fine. Right? <laughs> yeah. You didn't read the fine print. Sorry. <laughs> so we need help. Get, over. get over here. Yeah. <laughs> it literally turns into a breakout room and, uh, your life is on the stage. Is, the, is, is the, yeah, the saw voice comes up. No, that would be terrible. I'd like to play a game. <laughs> no, that would be too much. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But imagine, imagine how you're feeling the moment you hear that voice. You're like, oh, I made the wrong decision today. <laughs> to come to this party. Should have went to a movie. I should have just went to a movie. I should have just went and watched Paw Patrol. Um, sorry, that's my again two year old. Um, Oh, that's cool. That's our headlines of the week, Trey. Um, Phenomenal. Those are all good. Um, and we're going to talk more about the the party in a little bit, too. So, For sure. Yeah. Uh, now I think it's that time for that thing that you like to do. This is actually my one of my favorite parts of the show. It is time for a quiz. Oh. Yes, and as you already guessed... It is Halloween themed, so I hope you have your thinking and thinking caps and horror caps on, because uh, this is a time against uh, Jason CJ where you get to utterly demolish him and all of your wellspring of knowledge in horror, um, because he doesn't like horror, and you know what? That's his problem. I feel like he would spice up his life just a little bit by watching a couple horror movies a year and getting through it. You know. I was appreciative that CJ made uh, Eyes of a Roman because every time I tried to watch any of his other movies, I was like, you can't do this. That's too scary for me. <laughs> but anyways, just saying that out loud. I'm, I have problems. <laughs> but CJ, you've been on the show multiple times. You know how this thing works. It's uh, We have a couple multiple choice, a couple open-ended questions, and I like to finish it off with my bonus question, the wrong answers only question. Um, but you guys will get all opportunities to answer any and all questions I throw your way. Whoever has the most at the end will win the quiz. Um, Jason, you know how this rolls, bud. Um, we have to go with CJ first. CJ, are you ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Phenomenal. So, first question. What eerie film is credited with coining the notorious phrase, do you like horror movies? Scream. Awesome. I didn't even have I didn't even have time to throw out the answers. I forgot um, it was multiple choice, but I'm No, you're sure. good. You're good. It's yeah, Friday the thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Scream. I'll take Scream. Yeah. Okay. 
Jason, same question. Is it Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Scream? I think it's I got screen, it wrong. It's Scream, Trey. I try to trick him. <laughs> yeah, now, Trey, missed, Trey missed his opportunity because he could have been like, that's a good... That, are you sure about this, CJ? Here are the options. Here's then, the funny part. I'm not done with the answer. Oh. Um, the bonus question, what year did the movie release? CJ, first CJ. I'll wait for multiple choice. <laughs> a matter of fact, here, I'll pass it over to Jason. What year did the movie release? Fa- here, it's in the 90s, Jason. Oh, 1998. CJ? Man, that's a good guess, man. I, I remember it was in the 90s, obviously. Was... What if it was two years earlier? <sighs> I'm going to go with 1996 phenomenal you got oh here's here's the thing jason you do get that question right but you don't get the bonus question sorry to say congratulations cj you got both of them correct you're now two as opposed to jason's one point so we're gonna move right along here um oh no we gotta get to the comments this is hilarious let's do it uh okay so Olaf said problem is disciplining a cat for something he did like two days ago has no idea what it's getting in trouble for yes but i'd still discipline the cat anyway you uh you told me your favorite part was at the end when you all talk about farts okay no that is not it uh trey you need to put jason in through a saw one through ten marathon hmm I don't think I could do that because I can't stand Saw because I don't just do the, torture movies. Just the first two, I think. I watched the this, first. Actually, guys, I actually watched the second one. Oof. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. I can't do it. Anyway, I watched a scene with Chester Bennington in one of them. It's probably like Saw like four or five or something. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Jason, oh, the no. synopsis below most accurately represents what horror film? Is it <laughs> what? Look at my face. Really nice. Con- yes. There's a filter on my face. It's added a it, little extraness to my face. Interesting. That's a little That's weird. Funny. Yeah, no, I was just looking at uh, features and I saw it. And I didn't All right, let's move on. Uh, the synopsis below most accurately represents what horror film, Jason? is it? It's a research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Is it The Silence of the Lambs? Is it the the thing, or is it The Shining? It is the thing, Trey, which is actually one of my favorite movies. Interesting. That's crazy how that works out, because it's still CJ's turn to answer the question. Uh, so, is it The Silence of the Lambs, The Thing, or The Shining, CJ? That's uh, the thing. Okay, congratulations that you guys both got that correct. <clears throat> CJ, open questions. Uh, in which horror film does the phrase "the power of Christ compels you" appear? No multiple choice, right? It is an open question. So I will go with The Exorcist. Okay, Jason. I will. Uh, it's a bad decision letting him go first in these situations. Here's the <laughs> thing, Jason. You can't say the same answer <laughs> because it's wrong. The Exorcist, 1967. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. That's not a part of the. That's not a part of the answer, Jason. So it's The Exorcist. Okay. No, it's okay. You, you guys both get that correct. Jason, which classic horror film stars a serial killer dressed as William Shatner? Um. Wait, what? Say that again. Oh, that's tough. Mm. I know this one, man. So. Oh, uh, it's gonna be American Psycho. 
Oh, I know I messed that one up. Man, that's tough. CJ, which classic horror film stars a serial killer, serial killer dressed as William Shatner? It's going to be Halloween. Phenomenal. Congratulations. Uh, that is correct. Jason, what are you doing? He even uh, had music foreshadowing earlier. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, Jason, what horror... Or no, well, it's CJ's, CJ's turn. Uh, what horror film used the following tagline? In space, no one can hear you scream. Oh, wow. That might be one I might struggle with. Mm. I might... Let's see. Let's oh, I know that. what this one is. I know wow. what it is. I've heard of it before. Obviously, it's a very I'm good movie. Of, I've seen this. I just my mind's gone blank. In space, no one can hear. Other, event, other, uh, other. Don't think about it choice? too hard. Other multiple choice. Okay. It's an open question. All right, Jason. Uh, same question. Horizon. Okay, good answer. It could be right. It could be wrong. CJ, don't think too hard about it. I mean, what I'm, do we I'm, find in? What do we find in space? Oh man, how did I get that wrong? Uh, I hate you so much. Uh, I don't know. Look what at it the. Is. It, can you, can it's you, a one-word movie. I'm just gonna this say Sigourney Alien. Weary. Yes. Phenomenal, because that's the correct answer. Okay. <laughs> that's where I went. Oh, that was so good. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, did Jason say that when he was in space? But Jason doesn't talk. So. Now here's the question. Here, here's the thing, folks. This is anybody's game at this point because this is for the coup de gras, the mansion and the yacht. This is anyone's game. Wrong answers only. Jason, you're up first. What is one of my favorite scary movies? Um, the goal of this is to make me laugh. Oh, is it wrong answers first? Yes. Um, oh, man. I can't think of it now. Um, Beethoven. Oh, okay. CJ, you're up. Wrong answers only. One is my, one of my favorite scary movies. One of your favorite scary movies. You gonna give him a wrong answer? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Nice. I, don't, I don't watch any like stupid dramas, so I was trying to like figure out some as, love things. As he's thinking, Jason says, uh, or Jason Jaime says, hmm, can't see your face. Awkward. I think he's probably talking about the filter that made your thing look better. I don't know. Oh, I'll no, say, no, he's uh, talking about. I'll say the... Kate and Leopold. King Leopold. Okay, Kate, good, good, Kate good. Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. I got uh, to see Jackman, I think, when he was younger. <laughs> gotcha. It was like a time. Oh, uh, Trey, the reason he said that was because of this. Is your video working good for everyone else watching? That's why he couldn't see our faces. Oh, that's weird. Uh, okay. So now, uh, this is the actual, I need to know what my actual favorite scary movie, one of my favorite scary movies is, and I will give you both a hint right now. The title has as above in the, in the movie title. As above is below. Close. As above Godzilla's face. Hmm. So I'm going to give it to CJ because it is as above, so below. That's one of my favorite scary movies because it's based in Paris, the Paris catacombs. Yeah. Uh, and it, oh, took, it takes and a I huge like twist there. Werewolf in London, speaking of Paris 
uh, Catacombs. Well, I yes. knew I knew the movie he said. I just said the title wrong. But no, yeah. it's okay because you're the closest, and that means you win the quiz. Congratulations! <laughs> now, here's what you don't know, folks. Jason hates horror movies, but he did pretty good. And for that, he doesn't get anything. CJ, congratulations. You win the quiz. Um, you get our nice little extra Jaime NFT that you didn't get to see last time, but you because we have a new video for it. And this is it right here. <laughs> nice. Uh, hopefully it's worth something someday. We got we have a whole bunch of these we need to send out to people. But uh, congratulations, CJ. Um, I hope all your wellspring of knowledge of horror movies really helped you out today because it seemed like it did. Um, you didn't expect to be doing that today, did you? No, I did not know we're doing a horror quiz. But you know, he's like, I don't like horror. He's like, Yeah, the thing. It's my favorite movie. I'm like, interesting. I'm like, That's interesting. Like a thriller. It's not a scary movie per se. That it's is like a, a terrifying movie. It's like you know, the other movie I really like is Dreamcatcher, um, which Another is also one, a scary. But, but I you, like this. But it's like all about the, the time periods, right? So when that came out, it was scary. It's like The Exorcist. You know, you kind of watch it now. Some of it's kind of funny, but back then, right? Terrible. Oh yeah. But enough about that. We can talk about some more movies here in a second. Uh, Jason, why is CJ on the show today? Well, before I tell you why, I want to just give big love to all the people in the comments today. Really appreciate y'all popping off today. It is awesome to see all these wonderful faces. Olaf Slayer, Kayla, uh, Collecting Weekly. Um, even John just showed up. Uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, and, and Jaime, too. Sorry, I forgot to yes. say Jaime. Uh, Jaime's been blowing up the comment section. Olaf's been blowing up the comment section. Yeah, yeah. But we really appreciate it. But when I asked uh, CJ to be on the show, he said, uh, "He said get spooky and go party." Why, CJ, do we need to get spooky and go party? <laughs> yes, I just made that up. He did not say that. Um, why do we need to do that for a better year? <laughs> yeah, I don't speak like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our our party. Yeah, we have a Halloween party this Friday. It's in Kerrville. It's at the River Hill Mansion House. It's three stories. Um, it's a $50 ticket, but includes food and costume contest prizes and drinks and music, um, cigar lounge. There's a lot of fun stuff that's going to be there, and then um, everyone's dressed up, and, and it goes to a good cause. It helps out our film, basically. It's another way just to help give funds to the movie to help us complete it. We're, we're getting close to wrapping, so we'll go into post-production, but even in post, it costs money to create like music and audio and singing it off the festivals and all that stuff so that's what it is but it's this friday we'd love to see people uh, come out you can find that link on uh, my facebook page um i posted it earlier so it should be right below our streaming right now actually because you tagged me and so that's on my facebook page right now also yeah but anyways so there we'd love to see you out it'll be a lot of fun to see everybody what made you, what inspired y'all to do the Halloween party? Uh, it's just another creative idea to generate some funds for the film. You know, I think filmmakers, especially in the indie world, well, the low-budget indie world, uh, we just try to find ways to make it fun um, for our followers or customers that people are investing into the movie. And so instead of just like, hey, can you just give me $50? It's like, hey, we're going to throw a pretty cool party for you you know, if you give us $50. And so they get to have a lot of fun. They're going to meet the cast and the crew. Like Sherlock Holmes will be there, Les Best, 
uh, Michelle Masker, our villain, will be there. Kayla's going to be there, and John, like the whole cast and crew, will be there. So you'll get to meet all the people that created this film, and that's just another part of why you should show up. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's amazing. Uh, now, did you have any um, did you have any Kickstarter uh, things that had anything to do with the party, or any of your uh, any of your stuff had anything to do with the party? Uh, we did. We had a Kickstarter. I don't remember when. It was probably back in May, April, yeah. somewhere around there. And I think on the Kickstarter, there was an opportunity to get tickets at that point also. That's I cool. think a few people did, but so far back, you know, our party was in October. So most yeah. people, they normally wait like a couple of days before they commit to something. That's um, but anyways, on the Kickstarter, we had other things too, but right now that's kind of what we're doing to help generate funds just for the last part of the, the movie that's awesome yeah no i was just wondering because i like i love the idea i love the idea of having your community uh just being a part of the things you're doing and and especially with yours it's like yours is so community driven um from the city from all the actors from all the things uh you know we we have the pleasure to have kayla and oh no i'm gonna forget her name now on the show a few trade Taylor. Taylor there it is Taylor would destroy me for I just wanted to see Jason squirm a little bit that was terrible man why did you're supposed to help me you're like my helper guy um, helper guy okay co-host yeah the Kayla's even like Jason come on oh Indy go go see this is why Kayla's around to make everything uh go smoother I see um but yeah, so that's oh, she also put the link of the uh, of the party there for you. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, no, I love that idea. Like, just uh, you know, it was really fun talking to them, and obviously we got to hang out with Les, which was awesome. Um, uh, one of these days I'm gonna get to see him in person. Um, but uh, it's funny because it's just that whole community building and that kind of thing is just an amazing uh, process, and uh, it's fun to like be able to do things like that where like even people get that feel of the kind of um uh even kind of the feel of the movie that you're doing like with this party which i think is cool um, yeah i appreciate it man i think um less than i actually had a moment um a day or two ago on set where we we're just kind of talking about the community involvement and you know how many people join basically it's a no budget film like we're not paying anyone they're doing it voluntarily all the money just goes to making the movie and um we've had close to 150, 160 people on the movie. They just wow. dedicate their time, their effort, um, and their money to be a part of it um, because it's, you know, I think, um, you know, speaking for less, we're just talking about, I think it's just the environment. You know, I really try to create a, a really great environment where everyone is involved and they feel welcomed and, you know, there's really no bad drama or anything. It's all positive. And I just want to give someone you know, even if they like, you know, this isn't their career, but it's like a bucket list thing. Like I want to be in a film. I want to make sure they kind of have that moment and it's just one that they enjoy. And, um, and we try really hard to make sure that happens. Um, I think sometimes when extras come on to sets, they may not realize that a lot of it's prep work. And so you literally sit around for six hours in the wardrobe and getting makeup and you just have to sit there for a while. And it's like, all right, we need you. And then it's like 20 minutes of chaos and then they're done. You know, and sometimes that happens with some of these scenes. And uh, so some people are like, yeah, that wasn't um, as fun as I thought it would be making a film or being in a movie. But then some people, they get there and they're just like, it's like heaven. 
you know, like, this is awesome. They get to see how movies are made behind the scenes. But then when you go watch the film, you're like, dude, that looks like nothing like it did out there. It's just the way the camera sees it and what you show. Um, and we mentioned Aliens earlier. You know, James Cameron, I think he did the second one, right? And uh, he used egg cartons for the walls. And, you know, just from the store, just cheap stuff. And you watch the movie, you don't even realize it. I mean, it's just movie magic. That's, That's what crazy. A lot of fun about making the film. So, but yeah, community involvement is awesome, man. And our last weekend, we're actually filming behind the Callow Theater in Curvo for a back alley scene of London. And that's where I showed the premiere at, of Eyes of Aroma. So we get a lot of community effort in the Kerbal area, um, including San Antonio, Bernie, Comfort. It's all sort of the hill country. So. That's, that's awesome. Now, now, a not serious question, but I need to know, is are you planning a space uh, epic comedy drama starring less? Because if that's a, a thing that you're planning, I need to be a part of it, and uh, I'll make it happen. Uh but I feel like I feel like you get the opportunity to work with him. I feel like you should just do something crazy that like he won't say yes to, but <laughs> he says yes to it anyways. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. Like, um, I love working with Les, and he knows that. And you know, we we've been on four films, and we've kind of had the talk. It's like. You know, there's 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 always moments where certain films won't work with certain actors. Sure. Right. And so before this film, we're kind of like talking about it. And it's like, you know, this might be our last hurrah, mm. uh, which is kind of sad, obviously. And I'm not going to say it is, but there's definitely a little bit in there where it's like, you know, we may not be able to work together again when it comes to him being the lead role in a movie sure. and, and for my three films, well, the two films he, he was, he was Marcus Crass's and he was, you know, Mr. Knight. And now he's Sherlock Holmes. And so that's a little bit of a uh, emotional roller coaster, I think for both of us. And uh, I'm not going to say that it's not going to happen. You know, I, I love working with Les, and, um, but you just never know. And I, I try to tell that with all the actors, it doesn't matter if you're, 12 or if you're 90 you just never know if you're going to be working with each other again and so just enjoy the journey that you're on because this might be the only time we do get to work together and um, it's not because there's any like ill will or anything it's just because the other story may not work you know with with your style or how you are as an actor Uh, and sometimes it comes down just how you look you know, the physical appearances. And so there's a lot of factors. I always just tell everyone that I work with, enjoy the journey because it might be our only one, but we're going to make it a special one if it is our only one. And Les and I, we've had four, um, which is kind of unheard of, you know, unless you're like Leo and Scorsese, you know, and, you know, some of those guys. But it's been a special ride for Les and I. And if this is the last one, it's going to be pretty hard. You know, it's going to be pretty hard. That's, that's crazy. John Rich is saying, I always tell Les that I want to remake a Back to the Future short with him, but he has to be Marty. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's mm. funny. Was I was just watching um, a movie. Which I didn't realize that the director was a horror director. and um, But for some reason, my brain is shutting off to what movie that was. 
but uh would you would you do a uh a police academy six situation cj if the right money came in and somebody was like yo we need you to make this film we know you're the right director even though you know you're not the right director for it but they're offering you you know 10 million dollars to make it is that a thing you do <laughs> have to bring michael winslow out of retirement <laughs> police academy you know i um I obviously watched at least the first two or three when those came out when I was younger, and um, well, I mean, any any kind of like just really silly sequel to a movie or just a random movie that you is not your genre is what I meant by that. Sure, I would. uh, I'd do Ace Ventura three with Jim Carrey. I'd do that. (laughs) That would be amazing. I would. I would also do that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be. uh, That'd be cool. Jim was one of my. You know, guys I watched as a kid when I was for comedy. He was just a comedy genius and uh, still is. I hope he keeps making movies. I think he said he was retired, but you never know with Jim Carrey. He's kind of right. all over the place. But I don't know if I would do Police Academy 6. You know, I, it's funny. People ask I think it's like sometimes. nine at this point, And Police Academy kind of loses its point for the uh, uh, because of our society now. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking with Derek, and I think Derek was on with you guys also at one point. Yeah. And um, we have, I have so many movies that in mind. And I'm kind of getting to the point now where it's like, you know, if I'm going to make a film, I kind of want it to have like meaning. Um, and so, like, we talked about maybe doing the Revolutionary War, like a side story about that. And mm. really just kind of telling history of the u.s for the world it's kind of like the the flower of the moon movie i just watched you know it's just kind of retelling some of these history stories it's one of the reasons why i did the eyes of a roman film and i don't know i just wanted to have meaning you know i think jackson and gh5 they were just fun horror films they don't really have much meaning behind it's just you know let's make a cool story and go scare some people and and um you know i think with sherlock holmes you'll find I humanized all the characters. Um, and so when you watch the film, it's going to hit hard for everyone um, when it comes to just struggles in life, whether it's like a loss of a family member or depression or whatever. Um, it's going to hit hard on everyone. And it's a, you know, it's a thriller drama. You know, there's, there's a few little moments where you're like, ooh. <laughs> Um, but it's going to be hard for people, I think, when they watch Sherlock. I think they're going to be surprised. I think we talked about it last time. I think half the audience will love it, and I think half the Sherlock fans will, will hate it. You know, They're going to be like, this isn't my Sherlock. What is this? Wow. It's, because of, it's because I humanized him. You know, He's not the guy from the books. Um, he's, he's a real person in this movie. So That's cool. Um, and, oh, you know, it's funny. I think that's the guy I was thinking about is the director of VH. 585 bhs 85 actually um sorry but i don't know i don't see the movie so i guess i'm losing my mind so but anyways yeah no um that's interesting i said i when we were talking about your movie before like the idea that all of the different drugs all the different things that he's gone through throughout the years would definitely make him a different person than he was in the books uh and all this trauma all these things together um it's interesting to actually uh humanize uh this character who is you know it's it's funny because if you thought about different action stars action movies if you humanize that character after all the action movies they're in 
it would be insane like to to watch a uh, bruce willis in like die hard 20 where like he's just in a retirement home reliving his life from all the problems that he caused or you know just just but that but that's the crazy part i appreciate you bringing that up jason because we did the same thing to logan um wolverine because in old man logan he's literally deteriorating and his claws don't come out as schnicked they come out as and he has to pull one out and you see how human logan becomes because he's he's just getting old and his healing factor isn't working as well i appreciate cj making this film because it does show us um even if obviously sherlock holmes is this character that he is human that uh, even like jason saying like sure we can't relate with some of these superheroes because their powers but we can relate to their human side that is peter parker went through loss he lost he lost uncle we all know he lost uncle ben in some comics he loses aunt may uh he loses gwen stacy i mean there's just so much pain in this person's life and that's how we relate to these people because they're captivating because we can latch onto something and i i honestly can't wait to watch your movie uh so i appreciate you just even making the film oh thanks man i appreciate that and yeah logan's a great example right you know professor xavier is kind of like his father figure oh yeah and you could see what happened there. Then another one that was really great, just on a darker side, was Joker with Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. They humanized the Joker, and we got to see his pain and struggles and just what society pushed him to in a very maddening way. And um, and so, yeah, it's, it's very unique when you do that to a character that we all know, like a Joker or Sherlock Holmes, and it, it comes off completely different. And some people will love it, and some people won't. Not everybody loved the Joker movie by Joaquin Phoenix. You know, like where's Batman? Where's this? Where's that? It's like, well, it's not a, it's not that type of movie. You know, and um, I think once people can wrap that their heads around it, my Sherlock Holmes film would be kind. Of, it's going to be kind of like Joker. You know, where it kind of, we really humanize them, and it's just dark and deep, and a lot of passion and hurt um there's action as well there's it's just a full range it's going to be really fun to show people so i'm looking forward to it jaime's coming in and he's saying what made you decide to humanize him rather than letting his partner be the human element as normal Ooh, <laughs> heavy, heavy lifting question over here i'll have to like read it the question what was it yeah he said, what made you decide to humanize him rather than let his partner be the human element as normal? It's on the screen if you want to read it. Okay. Well, this is a good question, and I can't dive into it too much because I don't want to reveal too much of the film. But Sure. What I, what I would say is that we talked about Sherlock Holmes being humanized, but what I also did, I really humanized all the characters. So no, although Watson was already sort of that person, I took Watson to an even deeper level in this movie. Um, and we touch on Moriarty on a deeper level in this movie. And then some characters that I've created, um, like Taylor's character. She plays Scarlet. That's another one. You know, so there's everyone's been humanized in the film. So certain characters you've seen over the years in the books or the movies, you will see different sides of them. And that's really exciting. And we got a lot of great storylines for these these characters. It's a very ensemble cast. It's not just a film about Sherlock, which is another fun thing that I like. 
although he is the main character. You know, that's the one that we follow. But throughout the film, we're learning about Lestrade's backstory. Where did Lestrade come from? You know, how did he get to that 40-year-old man? You know, in the books, and the movies, he's just there. It's like, well, where did he come from? So that's a backstory I'm really excited to tell, too. So we have a lot of that. So that kind of answers the question, kind of. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, I said, I love that we've gotten uh, lots of backstage access to this and just be able to learn more about the film and the making of it. And it's crazy that you're so close to at least finishing the shoots. Uh, I know how long uh, post-production could be, but uh, uh, has your, has your vision for the release changed since uh, doing the film or since, uh, since, uh, the the money gathering all that stuff has it changed or is it kind of staying the same uh, that kind of thing? No, I think right now we're still pretty good on track. You know, I think the goal is to get the film completed probably by um, April or May and get it submitted off to these the big film festivals and then um, with the probably a November or December red carpet premiere. Um, for the world, you know, where it goes public. Um, it's the film festivals that kind of slow everything down. They kind of get first dibs. You know, if we didn't have to wait on that, well, then the movie would probably be out in May of next year. Um, but festivals are a big deal. Like, if you can make a, a top 10 festival in the, in the world or even the U.S., you're going to get some names from big studios looking at your movie, and that's kind of what you want uh, when you're down here with us little people of the film world. <laughs> That's that's cool. Uh, I was just wondering what, what that looks like um, in that situation. But yeah, again, when you're an indie, you're kind of hoping for the. Oh, that's a, it's the guy that directed Blair Witch. Now I remember who it is now, uh, but I forget what else movie he did. But now I remembered. But like a Blair Witch situation where it's like they just recorded them. They just did a movie and then, you know, it went banana pants. Yeah, it's like um, so like Terrifier Two. That's probably the most recent one that did well at the movie theaters. That's a low budget indie. Although I want to say they probably had like three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollar budget, um, but it, it made over ten million dollars at the box office just through wow. word of mouth and social media, and it taking off. Now it was their second one. Uh, their first one was on Netflix for a while, so there was an audience that kind of already knew about it a little bit. And, uh, and I know those guys, Damien and Michael, they live up in New York and uh, I've never met them, but we've communicated through social media and I've helped promote their stuff here in Texas. And I think that's what's fun about the low budget indie world is that if you find good creators and directors and you just kind of help each other. And, um, you know, so once Sherlock comes out, I'll send it to them and they'll spread it around New York for me. You know, so we just kind of help each other. So. That's cool. It was now I remember it was Adam uh, Wingard. He's the guy that directed uh, Godzilla versus Kong. But then when I was looking into his actual movie credits, it's like all he does is scary movies. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, could you do Godzilla versus Kong, please? <laughs> that is a Which, big twist. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a phenomenal movie. But Trey, he also did the Death Note movie on Netflix. Oh, uh, Death Note. <laughs> that which was poor, a terrible movie. Poor soul. I like, also the, the guy I like that the did Simpsons Blair Witch. style one. Did y'all see the Simpsons episode with Death Note? No, it's, it's the uh, anime-esque version, right? Oh. I don't think right? I saw that one. 
it was yeah, it yeah, seems right that's what it is yeah it's the death note one it's, it's where they they it's a different look to the show oh that's right yeah for the simpsons yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool um, i think lisa right. had it or something lisa was killing everybody with them yep <laughs> yeah yeah we saw that what was that that was interesting oh i didn't see that but i saw that it existed um, but yeah, speaking of uh, having people that you trust, one of the things that we were uh, we were on a podcast a few weeks ago, and they were like saying, "Hey, you should probably look into having somebody else help you, uh, like a helper." H- how do you how do you find people to with your how do you find people to help with your vision? Or no, I think actually we were talking with uh, my a friend uh, from Nightwatch Games, Porrick, and he was saying finding somebody that's on the same page as you is how you're going to really move forward towards like us making the podcast bigger or things like that. I think I, Derek said something to that yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, both of them actually said that. It was a it was a rough two days for us learning how to make our stuff better. Um but it was good. It's always interesting when people um challenge you on your perception of things. But anyways, how how do you see getting helpers, getting people to help with your vision, uh and trusting them with your product, even though that can be a scary process. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot that goes to it. You know, there's proof is in the pudding. So when you have proof that helps. So my first film, it was just me and my brothers and a few friends. Like, because I was no one. And so, but once you created a featured film, it's like, oh, wow, he actually made a full movie and he got it out to these media platforms. That helps. Um, And then if they watch the film and they see that it's a pretty good quality and like the audio sounds good, the story was good you know, things of that nature. And it's like, okay, well, this guy might be on to something. And I think that's why Les has stuck with me, to be honest, is he, he kind of saw that I was, every movie, I just kind of keep jumping up, you know, uh, next movie's 10 times better than the last one. You know, the story, the writing's getting better. The, the storytelling's getting better. Um, the talent's getting better. Like everything. You just keep growing. You know, don't get complacent. Um, so once I got past Jackson, I started doing like Eyes of a Roman, my third feature, and then this one, Sherlock. It's been a much easier process to get people involved for me personally, to be honest, um, just because my followers got built up. And so if I post something online like, hey, I need a such and such actor, you know, I'll probably get like 50 to 60 people email me in like a couple of hours um, that want to try to audition. Uh, when it comes to crew, that's a little bit more challenging if you're not paying. Um, so with that, it becomes more of like um, just people that haven't had the opportunity to get in, but they want to learn. And so what I actually do a lot of is learn or teach and coach as well while we're filming. And so like, um, so Blake's a good example. Blake is my gaffer on this film. He came onto the movie, didn't know anything about lighting setup. And throughout filming, I've been teaching him and showing him how to do certain lighting setup. And now when we get to set, I'm like, all right, Blake, I just need to get how it was three weekends ago. Got it, buddy. And he goes over there and starts setting up the lights for me, and we're doing tests, and he just understands. And so if you can just put a little bit of time in with the people that are volunteering and and help coach them and teach them, and they continue to learn and get something out of the process, that's where I find that it benefits them as well. Like they're really getting something more than just a great experience. They're learning. And so their their next film they go on, whether it's mine or someone else's, they'll know what to do. You know, they got that experience now. So I think that helps also. You know, obviously having a good product helps uh, as well. Um, so it's, it's really just 
the overall. You kind of need all of it, to be honest. Yeah. And um, well, but when I'm, you're when you're when you're telling people about the project, that's exciting too, right? It's like I just told you guys about how I humanized Sherlock Holmes, and this is what I'm gonna do, and boo boo do 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 do. And then once you tell them sort of the whole story in a nutshell in five minutes, they're like, yeah, that's uh, pretty awesome. I want to see that. And so you you have that excitement and that passion, and you find people like you, and you go for it. Makes sense. It, but how about the trusting them with it? Because it's like they could ruin your thing. How how like I understand the idea of having people uh, do things for free, but then at the same time they could ruin it. Like if you had a somebody help you in promotion or those kind of things, uh, how do you reconcile that? Well, I wear a lot of hats. That's for sure. I um, yeah, I, I try to keep a pretty good control and safety net over all the crew as much as I can. Yeah, I still let them flex their wings, but a lot of it comes through me just to make sure we're not giving anything away or hurting the film in any way because they're learning. And, and a lot of times they don't do it on purpose to hurt the movie. They just don't realize, like, hey, man, don't put that out yet because that's too <laughs> yeah. much revealing. And they just get excited, basically. Um, and so I do wear a lot of hats. And I, I'm always trying to coach and teach all the department heads also. Um, and... You have to be very patient because um, they're going to make a lot of mistakes in the beginning, especially if they're new and they've never done this before. And so I understand that. And I, I think I'm a pretty patient person um, because you have to be. You know, if, you're, if, it's, if, it's, if it's volunteer, you have to be so patient and just very humble and appreciative of what all the cast and crew are doing for you. And, and I always say, um, you know, no one's bigger than the film, uh, including myself. And so you kind of create this team environment and you just start building the trust. You know, it's obviously day one. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to trust you to, to do this perfect for me. Right. Yeah. And that'd be pretty naive on my end. Um, it's really just being there. So when they fall and they will, you're there to pick them back up and keep encouraging them and let them try again. Um, but on the flip side, I tell a few people on my crew that there are, there'll be a moment, maybe one or two in a three year span where I will fall. You know, I'm human also, I'm not a robot. There are moments where it just gets very overwhelming. I think some directors are afraid to say that, but I'm not. There are moments <laughs> where it's, it's a lot and you got to have an outlet and normally the outlet is to your first AD and on my film, it's no different. So Kayla is my out, my outlet and I'll probably talk to her at least two or three times a week um, just to get things off of my chest and we'll work through things. And it, I, we call her like pretty much like counseling sessions basically. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and then vice versa, you know, and I'm there for everyone. Right. And so I need someone there for me. You know, you can't just bottle all that in. That would not be healthy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I hit something, and now now toys are talking to me. Um, Whatever you did hit, it sounds so much quieter now. Oh, it good job! Your AC's room. off. Oh yeah, yeah. I have. A, I'm standing right beside my AC, so uh, it's not an awesome situation. Anyways, 
no i appreciate that and that's the kind of emotions that i'm going through because this is my baby we've done this for four years and it's like trying to have somebody else do it even when i let trey do things even though he's super he's proven his point that he can help me i still get freaked out about it um he'll go we were talking about this on the other podcast he's like yeah sometimes you, all the time you treat me like i'm a little kid and i'm like yeah i'm sorry about that i'm not trying to well you definitely just... have to, there, there, there are moments where you do have to jump you know if you don't then you'll stay where you're at yeah. right so at some point you have to jump and start trusting people even though it's going to be hard in some areas because yeah it's your baby and you want it a certain way um, but I think sometimes you'll find people are afraid sometimes to allow this. When people come on, um, a lot of ways they make it better than what you thought it could be. Um, without these people, without a Derek, a Kayla, a John, and Blake, all these guys, I could literally name all my people, but it'd take 30 minutes. Without them, Sherlock Holmes, this movie would never get made. And it wouldn't be close to how good it is when you guys watch it next year. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. I appreciate that. Um, now I do think it's that time, Trey, for me to rap. Oh, okay. Cool. Let's get it. <clears throat> or do we have something else that we do right here? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, w this is your time to plug whatever you like. Sorry, Trey. You gotta, you're here to produce this show. Come on, buddy. <laughs> this is why I messaged you in the background. Oh, did you say that? Going literally, literally in order. Trey is right. like my Kayla. That's what it is right there, man. Yeah. He's like, I just messaged you, man. Oh, yeah. No, he did. Well, dude, it was it was covered up by other things. I didn't see it. So he's all being smooth, and I'm ruining the show like I always do. There are like he gives me on-screen cues, and it's like, no, man, just say yes or no on the message or just don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man, dude. I'm sorry. <sighs> It's all good. Let's get it. All right. Oh, no. We're doing the plug, right? Yes. All right. Explain to him how that works. Go yes. No, things. CJ, I'm going to give you the full screen. Uh, you get to plug anything and everything. Obviously, the movie we're talking about right now, uh, all the social media where people can find you, where they can reach out to you if they want to be in future films or anything of the sort. But right now, I'm going to minimize all the overlays, and you get the full screen ready, set, go. Cool. Yes, hello guys. Um, so yeah, my Facebook page, CJ Goodwin, uh, Sherlock Holmes, Mayor of the Night. That is the title of our film. We also have a Facebook page for that. Uh, we're on Instagram, um, and we will be on TikTok as well. And those are pretty much the platforms we have right now where you can find us. And that's what I got. Um, yeah. Awesome. Make sure you, and then on the link, if you're looking for the... Uh... If you're looking for the Halloween party, which is uh, this Friday, and you want to go, and uh, there is a link there that Kayla put up. So if you're looking for that, uh, click that, buy a ticket, and make sure you go check it out. So, um, All right, now it's that time for me to wrap, Trey. It is. And there's also a little a banner for that. Is that the thing? Yeah. yeah. It's wrap time! Let's get it. All right, CJ, is there any words you'd like me to use? Because I know how much you love to make me a list of words. What do you got for me today? I have done that quite a bit, yes. We always appreciate it. We always have to go, everybody, don't just don't follow CJ's example. Make sure you put it one at <laughs> a time so I don't have to read all of them at one moment. Are you ready? I'm ready. But you can do that now because, you know, it's you. So, you all right, so we'll do um, Saturn, 
right big toe, snake eyes, nightmare. Uh, let's see. One more. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Trey. Trey. Um. Yeah. Need a couple more. No. Trey's actually sending me notes because he's awesome. Um, no, those are all great. And if you think of one in the middle of a rap, just say it. I got you. You said right big toe, nightmare, Trey. What else? Oh, Sherlock Holmes, Saturn, um, Blue, Peanut, Eminem. He's just adding stuff now, Trey. <laughs> Snake like, Man, These are out there. Nine and three quarters. Always trying to make my life more difficult. Season. And you got to do it in a British accent. Sure. Nine and three quarters. <laughs> got it. Um, I was doing, that was not a European accent. That was a Jamaican accent. And that was based on the shrunken <laughs> head. Or he says two, two, or says one, two, two and three quarters. He's counting down. I'm counting up. Anyway, I'm botching the movie. It's um, All right. Well, then there you go. All right, folks, uh, this is the wrap time. So if you guys have anything at all that you want to put in the comments that you want Jason to wrap along with, um, please, like we said, put them in one word formats or a sentence of some sort, say, or like a phrase, like a three word phrase or something like that. Uh, but go ahead and do that right now. We're about to get in it as we speak. Jason, are you ready? Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. We got people in the background. Just, That's Boston. Hey, Bubba. We're, all right, let's go for it. Let's get it. Yo, 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 it's DJ Sound Effects, CJ Goodwin, and Scout the Psalmist on the mic. Let's get it, y'all. to say i'm better when i'm better but i'm running this way i'm not gonna take it if i get it all down i'm like a reptile with the big toe now on the right side left side this is what i do or oh, i'm not a british guy but i got to keep it cool i know sometimes i never pretend but i gotta live the light looking for the better to win it's a nightmare and only night clear i never see what i am doing now i'm right here with the knife right there trying to stab me i'm not sure what i'm supposed to do miss officer i gotta break it down with Trey is he beatbox? I gotta stop lock. You never drop lock. I gotta go down. Please do not stab me now. I'm looking back because I'm wondering how. Big brown cow living it through. I'm like Saturn with its rings and I'm keeping it true. I can't pretend not, but I feel it lot. You got me looking because the people never did me up. I got the Rupina Eminem. I got Spider Man, all the pieces of him. I don't even get down. Only if I go die. I got to go back to my regular voice. I feel it roll I never seen what I am gonna do, but now I gotta be the dopest cause I'm sitting here be true, oh, what am I doing cause we got less best, he is the best when he raps and he fills in the test, oh no, I paid lots of money to see him battle rap, could we do that CJ, I would attack that, if I could never go, let's get in we go, we gotta see what I was thinking if I never know, and now I gotta get it, because we fit it through, we got the mayor of the night, Sherlock Holmes dude, I never seen it all, but now we get it going, have you gone to the Halloween party, feel it bro? Now you gotta do, it's only 50 bones, 
you sit there and you won't be alone there's like a hundred peeps they all there bro we got tay tay and the tay k but the k may if i could never say all the words that i say by myself in the middle of the day hey Haha, I guess my rap is almost done, but I know sometimes I feel it back in one, two, three, four, like we're in ACL again. Only if I know that I'm ATAM. Oh no, what am I doing taking photos? Messing up and only if I can't flow, bro. I do what I do, but now I say what I say. I got Blake Coleman just chilling with the gap. Hey, guess I'm done with my raps. Nice. <laughs> I think that was the longest British rap I've ever done here on the show. In existence. Yeah. Well, I CJ, we hope hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. Did you say it right, Big Toe? I, I might have missed it. It was one of the first things I said. All I right, was cool. going to make a joke about Guardians of the Galaxy because that is one of my favorite bits in the, in the second one where they like where he comes in and he has a toe. And they're just oh, like, yeah. we're not going to talk about the toe thing. So... Cool, man. Yeah, well, luckily for me, I already have a British rap voice that I use every once in a while, so I was already prepared for your for your question, uh, for your challenge. I think it's more of an Australian thing than it is British. I'm not 100% sure what it is. Um, okay, cool. I'll take that. Um, I've listened to enough British rap to like know a little bit of it. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate that. Um, and it was so good. Way to go. (laughs) Um, but yes, we do have these amazing sponsors. If you're looking for a new website, make sure you go check out nomadweb.design. If you're looking for great designs, maybe you go talk to our friend, uh, Larico. I'm saying his name wrong. Like Elrico. Elrico. If you want to get a hold of him, please hit me up and I'll sing you his info. Um, and, uh, in general, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, let me know. Uh, I'm always willing to listen. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, if you're looking for us, make sure you go to our website. It flows for you. The number four, the letter U.com. Um, hey, if you want to help us with the show for some reason, you're watching this, you're like, man, this is my jam, and you wouldn't mind coming to do something, hey, send us an email at flowsforyoupod at gmail.com or go to our website. We have a contact thing right there. Um, and uh, those are all the cool things that we're doing. Trey, am I forgetting something? If you would like to be on the show, please feel free to hit us up on Facebook or wherever you can find me or Jason, uh, Trey Stoneburner or Jason Riley or Scout the Psalmist. Uh, Facebook is probably the best uh, option to reach out to us, but we would love to have you on the show. We talk about anything and everything, and we try to keep it fun and friendly. Um, And who knows? You might be featured in our next rap. Yes, that is a true 100% statement. Uh, now, CJ, uh, this is the part of the show where you get to be Trey's therapist. You get to ask him three questions about uh-huh. his life. And uh, you, uh, if you have any people that want to help you, uh, that's fine, too. But pretty much you get to make up whatever you want about Trey's life, and he has to respond to you no matter what you say. Oh, I do not what's happening right now. I'm a little concerned. My, uh, I got to put my charger in my phone. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought he had a bit that he was about yeah, to take you into like this, uh-huh. the murder room. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's a little. The lighting is crazy, disturbing looking. Um, <laughs> so we are done now. Um, now what are you gonna do? Is you just gonna ask three crazy three trick? Trey, three crazy questions, but in a therapist style. All right, go for it, CJ. We might have lost CJ. We might have lost CJ. 
That's fine. If we lost him, we lost him. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Trey, I know that you're, I have a girlfriend now. Uh, what? I do. Um, is it always weird to explain to her that she's not as good as Godzilla in your heart? Is how's that? How's that go for you? How am I possibly supposed to answer this question? Of course, of course, Godzilla is better than my non-existent girlfriend. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I do have a girlfriend, guys. No, the reason the reason I'm saying that is because uh, everywhere I go, if if uh, Aaron is out of town somehow, uh, people are like, "Hey, so where's Aaron?" I'm like, you just missed her. I swear she exists. <laughs> so, like, that's the running joke that she doesn't exist because I don't know. Like, she's never she's never there uh, when uh, like people from out of town come into town. She she's out of town. They 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 swap places. It's crazy. Uh, CJ is saying therapy questions. Uh, I guess I guess. Oh, here we go. Oh, I got it. I got it. Here we go. Let me see if I can get it right. I'm CJ. Okay. Um, uh, I got, uh, I got, um, I got you here. For therapy, uh, in the comments if you want. Uh, oh wait. Yep, that sounds great. Yeah, CJ, I messed up. He's not. He's just telling people. Yes, tell him yes, yes, uh, yes. Let's go. Oh, yes. Let's go. Uh, if anyone's in the comments, feel free to ask me questions. If you want a therapy question asked right now to Trey, whatever, and you can, again, make it facts about his life, it's the funnest part. Please put it in, and I'll be pretending to be you or his therapist and ask those questions to Trey. This is um, our last bit before we wrap up the show because yeah, we and, are wrapping up the show. Yes, we definitely need to. I need to go deal with the rambunctious horde behind me. Um, so uh, that's fun. Uh, I mean, here's the truth. I've never met your girlfriend, um, and the only time I've ever seen her was on your bed. Why do we keep bringing this up? This is uh, so weird. This is the only Look, proof folks. that I have that Look, she folks. exists. Look, folks. She was here. We were hanging out. And, there's and only I one said, hey, there's only one place to sit, and that's to my left, and that's on the, the bed. On the bed, yeah. So that's the story, because she was here to watch the podcast, and I was like, yeah, you can come early if you want. I mean... It, it, we were hanging out on a Monday, and I was like, "Man, it's gonna be tough because you just got off work." But my podcast starts at six, so that's. Yeah, it'd be funny is if you had like a frame, like in one of your door wells, like, and then like a thing where you just had a random person sit behind the frame, so it looked like there was a picture of that person, but it's really just a live person watching the show. Aww, aww, so sweet. There we go. Uh, Glare's gone. All right, and um. All right, so my la my second question is um, last question. Last question. What did you? Oh, what did you really do at the Major Laser Show the second weekend at ACL? Because I've seen some, I've seen some pictures. Uh, tell me what really happened since I wasn't there. What I really did was I went behind stage, and I got to meet Diplo, and I also got to meet another member that I can't remember his name right now because. I only remember Diplo, Diplo because he was the only guy I cared about. That's so bad, but it is. This is this is how it is when people meet our, our us. They're like, "Oh, I remember Scout, but that other guy, I don't know who that is." That's funny because I remember it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one of CJ's questions: Why do you sit outside on the porch and talk to an orange every day? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
the reason I talk to an orange every day on the porch is because I remember Jason rapping about it at ACL in the barbershop because he said he was round and orange and high in vitamin C. And so I was like, man, I've, I've got to incorporate oranges into my life because I have to be like Jason somehow. So that's why, CJ. That's why. Are we trying to work him in or I don't see a video yet, so I'm not gonna do it yet. Until okay. I see something. Because let's see. Yeah, it's just a blank screen. Um but yeah. Um but yeah, so that's going this is close. CJ stay on, we'll still talk to you anyways. And uh thank you so much, uh, everybody else for being here, listening to our show, spending time with us. Um everybody's like, We're out of here, guys. That was a weak segment. Sorry, I apologize. But uh there you go. Uh Trey, go for it. CJ, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Sorry you're having some technical difficulties there at the end. Uh, you guys in the comments, thank you so much for being here and uh, blowing up the comment section. Please feel free to uh, watch us every Monday night um, and uh, tell us how we can improve. Or if you guys want to help us out in any way, shape, or form, we need a third person that we're looking for uh, for editing. So um, that's a little short little thing that uh, we wanted to add because we would love to have somebody else that's kind of just a little inter intern um, that can help us out. But uh, without all that and without further ado, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Love you guys. Take care. Thank you so much. You've been amazing. Hasta la pasta. Good night. And make sure to wash behind your ears. We're going to steal Jaime's bit. Is that our move? I what? See. Wash hasta la pasta? Is that what he says? He says no, that. he says to wash your hands, you filthy animals bit. No, I said wash behind your ears. We got two CJs just popping up now. All right. Um, Love you guys. Take care. Good night. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now.